Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Okay, Liz Wheeler Show, episode 425, tick one. Hey guys, we have a packed show for you today. I think it's a good one. I think you're going to like it. The topic that I want to discuss today is a topic that whenever I talk about it, I get a lot of angry emails and a lot of comments from you guys. And no, it's not marijuana, so don't worry about that. And you guys don't like talking about this topic, but here's the contradiction. You'll have to explain to me this contradiction. Even though I get a lot of comments saying, do we have to be talking about this topic? The view count and the download numbers on the episodes where we do talk about this are really high. And the viewer retention, which is the amount of time that you guys spend watching each episode, which we track meticulously, we can see exactly what you watch. It's always really high. So riddle me that. If you don't like hearing about it, why do you watch it? Or maybe it's an uncomfortable topic to talk about. And so you have opinions, which you should send to me. I want to hear all your opinions, but you do watch it. So I am going to make the argument to you today that we as the United States of America should ban pornography. Yes, we should ban pornography. Now, this is an an unpopular opinion, even among Republicans and conservatives. Even people who morally oppose pornography oftentimes say, well, does the government have a right to ban this? Isn't this a matter of free speech? And I am going to make the legal and, of course, moral argument that, no, that's not the case. And we're going to start by showing you undercover video. This was recorded by an undercover journalist. Undercover video from inside Pornhub. Pornhub is the second largest porn website in the world. It has billions of viewers. What is the number here? It has 3.2 billion visits a month, over 38 billion visits a year. And they've been caught on undercover video admitting that there is a loophole in their terms of service that allows rapists and sex traffickers to upload content of the sexual abuse of both adults and children and profit off of it on their platform. Now, I know this is a grotesque topic. I know that this is a really heavy topic. There's nothing visually graphic in the video I'm about to show you. I summarized it so that you would understand what you're seeing. And I want to challenge you listening today. Send me all the angry emails you want. Tell me how uncomfortable this is to talk about. It is an uncomfortable topic. Of course it is. It's pornography. No man wants to discuss this because so many people have struggled with this. No woman wants to think about it because it's so degrading to women. This is one of those topics that we would rather brush under the rug and pretend that it doesn't exist. But let me tell you, it does exist. And it's not just a matter of, oh, the porn industry, this is two consenting adults doing something together that even if we don't think that they should be doing for profit and on camera, they have a right to do. That is not what the pornography industry is. That is not what the pornography industry does. The pornography industry is rife with sexual abuse, with sex trafficking, and with perverted, disturbing, and violent sexual imagery that transfers into men's real lives, which means it is also transferred into women's lives. Pornography, as you can probably tell, is a scourge on our nation. So I want to show you this undercover video, this journalist, this journalistic organization. This is a new undercover operation um, that I want to introduce you for the first time. They're called Sound Investigations. Um, They did an incredible job on this, and I know you're going to want to see it. So Also, before we get to that video, be sure you follow us on Rumble. Click that notification bell so you don't miss any content. 
Um, Rumble is the place to be. It's where we don't face any censorship. I know you guys have migrated over there. We're getting tons of views on Rumble. So go to rumble.com slash Liz Wheeler and subscribe now. So this is from Sound Investigations. The undercover journalist was talking to a, he's not a Pornhub employee. He works for the parent company of Pornhub, even though he works on Pornhub products. The parent company of Pornhub is called MindGeek. The man in the video, his name is Mike Farley. He's a technical product manager at MindGeek. And essentially, he's one of the original employees at Pornhub. So this guy is an OG. This guy's been there from the beginning. This guy knows what he's talking about. And he admits that there is a serious, dangerous, and illegal loophole in the operations at Pornhub. So let's take a look at this video. How are you gonna tell me like who's in that video of the girls not showing her face? Like that wouldn't hold in court. That would be the loophole that I always like. I look at that and I'm like, that's stupid, but everybody is just kind of rolling with it. Why do they just roll with it? Why don't they say something? Cost money. Who exploits the loophole? Everybody. Everyone. You make a lot of money. Do you rape this? Use it or? Of course. Of course. We've brought it up to the CPO, we've brought it up to the CLO, and they're both telling us it's all good. And the CPO is especially telling us, like, it's all good, like, stop. So they know the like, risk. Sh- like, shut up. No, it's all good. I'm not gonna get caught. It's fine. But what if, like, the government was to find out about this loophole, what would they do? I don't know. They're not gonna do They'll do nothing. They're dumb. They don't know. Meet Mike Farley. Farley is a product manager at Pornhub, who has been working at Pornhub for more than 10 years. In fact, Farley tells our undercover reporter he was one of Pornhub's first employees. I stick around because when we first made the site, there was like, when I got hired there, there were six people. And now we're like 300. Wait, 10 years ago there were six people at Pornhub? Pornhub is the most trafficked pornography website and one of the most trafficked websites overall in the world. Pornhub is commonly called a tube site, allowing the general public to upload videos. Pornhub's parent company, MindGeek, now rebranding as ALO, owns many big-name porn sites. News reports and lawsuits have claimed Pornhub is complicit in abusers uploading illegal videos, and Pornhub has publicly claimed to have cleaned up its site. We sent an undercover journalist to talk with Mike Farley and other MindGeek employees to get the truth. Watch the following admissions. Do you think anything slips through the cracks? Of course. 100%. How? I don't know, because it's stupid. Because at the end of the day, it's like... How are you going to tell me, like, who's in that video of the girls not showing her face? You're, like, trying to match boobs and birthmarks on their butts and stuff. Like, you're trying to, I know this guy's dick, man. That, that's definitely this guy. Like, so someone man. could still lie and get around yeah, it. Because it's stupid, because it's like, I could be a content uploader, and I, the only thing you need from me is, like, you don't need a picture of my dick, you need an ID. Right? In my driver's license, which has my face on it. It has just my face on it. You know, it's my body on it. And now my videos never have my face. Yeah. But you have to be like, no, like, that guy's body and his dick matches his face. Like, that's what compliance people are basically saying. But it's like, try to, like, that wouldn't hold in court, you know what I mean? Like, that's so subjective. 
it's not factual, it's your opinion. Like, you think that? Okay. Wow, you can't yeah. really guarantee right. that. That would be the loophole that I always, like, I look at that and I'm like, that's stupid, but everybody is just kind of rolling with it. Why do they just roll with it? Why don't they say okay. something? Okay, let's, let's stop it there for a second. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. So... Let's summarize quickly what Mike Farley, technical product manager at MindGeek, he works for Pornhub, was saying. He said the process, and I, I know that this is kind of graphic. I know it's grotesque. I'm not sure always how to present this information to you because I don't want you to be offended and grossed out. I don't want you to turn this off because it's too graphic. At the same time, I don't want to make that decision for you. I don't want to be the gatekeeper that says, you know what? These people are too sensitive to know the truth and to hear reality, so I'm gonna sugarcoat it. Sometimes I think we just have to know the truth. We just have to be able to see the reality ourselves. That's the case with this video. So essentially the way that Pornhub works is all of their pornographic content is uploaded by users. It's not a product. It's not like they are, um, it's not like they have studios where they're filming pornography and they upload it and then sell it. No, they have users, video, pornographic videos, upload it and then other people watch it. Obviously, the creators of those videos profit based on how many views their videos get. But the loophole that Mike Farley was discussing is, yes, if you're a content creator, if you're a pornographer on Pornhub, you have to upload your driver's license to show identification to make sure that you are over the age of 18. However, Pornhub doesn't have a process to verify that the person who uploaded the ID is the person performing the pornographic acts in the video which means that all you have to do is upload ostensibly a fake driver's license anyway, but all you have to do is upload a driver's license and then you can upload anything you want. It could be a rapist uploading videos of him abusing his victims. It could be sex traffickers who are uploading content from their illicit brothels. It could be underage pornography, child sex abuse material uploaded. And as long as the face of the person is slightly obscured and therefore can't be um, obviously a mismatch with the face on the ID that was uploaded, the videos exist on Pornhub. Now, this seems really dangerous. And the product, the technical product manager at Pornhub says, yes, of course, it's exploited. It is exploited by rapists. It is exploited by sex traffickers. They're aware of that at Pornhub. And when they've brought up this issue to the CPO, that's the um, basically the chief product operations manager and the CLO, the chief legal officer. These are executive positions at Pornhub, meaning people that are in a position of a decision-making position. The chief legal officer and the chief product officer are, they're dismissive. They don't want to hear about this. 
They don't want to close this loophole. They don't want to protect people from abuse. They don't want to be, they don't want to ensure that victims of rape and victims of sex trafficking and victims of pedophilia are not being exploited for profit on Pornhub. They're dismissed because Pornhub wants to profit. This is the reality of pornography. This is the reality of the industry of porn. And listen, the industry of porn, the porn industry revenues, and this is global, not just in the United States, it's over $100 billion every year. That's how much money is made on internet pornography. Pornhub itself is the 10th most visited website in the entire world. Think about that for a second. In the entire world, there are only nine websites that are visited more frequently than Pornhub is. It's the second most popular pornography website on the internet, 38 billion views a year on this website. That, that's, that's not views on videos. That's people who are visiting the website and then viewing, assumably, more than one video at a time. 50% of Pornhub videos, can we bring up this, um, the website, Rebecca, the Fight the New Drug website? I wanna show you guys an infographic for the content of what these videos are. Again, I know this is graphic. This is not gonna be too graphic for you to hear, but it is necessary for us to know what exactly Pornhub is distributing. So the most viewed categories of pornography of 2022, at the top, you can see lesbian pornography is the most searched term on Pornhub. You see threesome, you see MILF, you see transgender, you see, so about halfway down, you'll see this word hentai. Hentai is a word I hope you're not familiar with. If you are familiar with this, then you should log off of a pornography website, but it's incest. Hentai is incest. It's stepmother, stepfather, stepbrother, stepsister pornography, and it is one of the most searched terms on Pornhub. Pornhub. Incest. This is the reality of pornography. So when I say to you today that I want to make the case that we should ban pornography, the reason for this is because it's a moral deg degradation. It's it's going to cause and bring about the ruination of our society. This is something we talk about. This is what makes this show different than a lot of other conservative and Republican shows, is Republican-oriented shows are oftentimes focused on taxes, the economy, national security, things that are, of course, important. We all care about that stuff. But the prescription from the Republican Party on many of the social issues for the past 50 years has been to view these issues in a libertarian way, to view it as, oh, you know what? I don't approve of that, but everyone has a rights to do what they want. They can say what they want. They can consume what they want. They can produce what they want as long as they're not harming someone else. And this is a fundamentally wrong position. This is, this is actually how we got a website like Pornhub. This is how we got, this is how we got Drag Queen Story Hour. This is how we got every moral degradation that we're facing in this chaotic era that we are living in right now, this period of insanity. The reason for that is because Republicans surrendered the idea that we should ever use the power of government to help guide our society towards flourishing because guiding our society towards flourishing requires that we acknowledge some objective truth, some reality, some morality. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. 
In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Now, of course, we have a right to do this. Our constitutional legacy, this is not a new idea I'm proposing. Our constitutional legacy is one to of ordered liberty, meaning our founding fathers and the framers of our constitution understood that we are not a nation where liberty is defined as license, that we are a nation that must be underpinned by some kind of morality. And they chose Judeo-Christian values. They chose biblical morality while still protecting everyone's religious liberty, meaning your right to worship the God you choose or not worship any God. But that didn't mean that they wanted morality and religion removed from society. So some of the harms of pornography on our society are, most of them, in fact, are overlooked. The impact that pornography has on men that consume it. And I know it's an uncomfortable topic. Maybe some of the men watching this are squirming and I'm not trying to sit here. Um, I'm not viewing you in condemnation. I'm not, I'm not sitting here trying to shame you. I do think we have to have a frank discussion about the reality of the impacts of pornography on society so that we can properly order our legislative response to it. Okay, so some of the impacts that pornography has on the male mind have been scientifically documented. Porn watching is linked to infidelity in real life. Now, this is perhaps not a surprise. This seems like an obvious implication. Pornography also alters uh, men's brains. It changes the chemical balance of men's brains. A Cambridge University study from back in 2014 found that pornography triggers uh, brain activity in men who watch it in the same way that drugs trigger drug addicts. And so what this results in is this results in sometimes erectile dysfunction for men. This results in the pursuit of more um, transgressive, more violent, more perverted sex fetishes because their brains get desensitized to the regular hormone rushes, the dopamine rushes that they would otherwise get if they were engaged in a healthy sex life with presumably their spouse. But watching pornography actually changes the chemical balance of a man's brain and makes them less able to enjoy normal sex the way that it was intended, which is a scary side effect, I think, for, for men and also for marriages. Uh, it also impacts how people are able to bond. We know as human beings that um, a- as you bond something together and break it apart, this is true for any physical reality, not just humans, but as, as things bond and break, they uh, lose some of their ability to continue bonding in the same strong way. That's what happens to human beings when they, when they are viewing pornography to the level that they do. Sex is a bonding activity and trying to remove the bond from sexual activity results in an inability to sustain relationships, including marriages, including romantic relationships, including sexual relationships. It also makes men more prone to uh, seek violence in their sex lives. These are really serious repercussions. Again, I'm not sitting here trying to make viewers uncomfortable. Like I said, I know that whenever I talk about pornography on the show, I get a lot of emails saying that you don't like when I talk about pornography. At the same time, I also look at the view counts and the download numbers of these episodes. And I know you guys watch these episodes a lot, which means that you understand and agree about the concern. I know, I know we do. We target, we talk so often on the show about all of these other cultural influences that aren't just dangerous at the individual level, but because of the individual impacts or repercussions, they impact society as a whole. Therefore, we need to examine and analyze what to do or how we should respond societally to those societal impacts. So my 
contention or my challenge to conservatives is that we should reject this idea that pornography falls under the helm of free speech, that it's somehow protected under the First Amendment. Like, can you imagine, can you imagine our founding fathers and the framers of our Constitution? Do you think they were thinking about hardcore incest porn when they were writing about freedom of speech? They absolutely were not. And every Republican ought to have the courage to say so. So I'd like to read to you um, a portion of a piece by Josh Hammer. He's guest hosted for me on the show before. We've had him as a guest. He's a constitutional lawyer and he's written about the legal feasibility of banning pornography given the precedent that it has been protected under First Amendment arguments in the past. And this is what he wrote. And this is over at the American Mind. Anybody who wants to read the full article, you can see this. You can see this link on the screen, but I'm going to scroll down just a little bit and read to you the argument. He goes, as Jesse Miriam demonstrated, there are no legally preclusive strictures that would prohibit a political assault against pornography. The Supreme Court has never asserted, nor could it possibly assert, a First Amendment, quote unquote, right to manufacture, distribute, or possess smut. On the contrary, obscenity was oftentimes a jailable offense at the time of the American founding. Miriam cites the scholarship of Hillsdale College's Thomas West to posit that there was a broad consensus at the time of the founding that the government not only may, but should prohibit any speech that tends to undermine adherence to the Christian faith and traditional family relations, the twin pillars of the American social and moral order. Hammer writes, the law in short is not a hindrance. As Andrews writes, he's citing other legal scholars, the leading obstacle to genuine political reform is therefore a distinctly cultural one. Ironically, however, the cultural obstacle standing in the way of pornography reform is a nebulous derivative of free speech legal principle, namely a seductive, enlightenment-inspired faith that the proper cure to harmful speech is here, there, and everywhere, just healthier speech. Our problem is therefore a misplaced elevation of the notion of a marketplace of, of ideas to an undeservedly lofty pedestal, if not to the position of an outright societal panacea. In doing so, especially in the context of utterly noxious content such as pornography, we have sapped ourselves of the ability to advance forthright moral argumentation about the inherent value of ideas and content. Philosophical liberals of both the left and right-leaning variety have vitiated the marketplace of ideas and neutered it into a marketplace of brainworms. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. As the nation gears up for another election season, tune to the first TV for the best coverage on television. Get an exclusive inside look at the American political machine with Sean Spicer at 7. Unmatched analysis and historical perspective from Bill O'Reilly at 8. Then a bold, unapologetic take from Jesse Kelly at 9. It's must-see TV in primetime every night on The First TV. Watch The First on DirecTV Channel 347, Uverse Channel 1220, or DirecTV Stream. Josh Hammer is one of my favorite conservatives in the world, and you can see why just reading those three paragraphs, because he's not only incredibly knowledgeable about the law, particularly the Constitution and proper constitutional 
orientation. He's unafraid to marry constitutional law with inherent morality, morality that exists, whether or not we decide to acknowledge it, its existence. This is the proper place for the conservative movement to reside. We should be residing in this marriage of constitutional legacy and Christian morality. It doesn't mean you have to go to church. It doesn't mean you have to pray. It just means that our nation, the foundation of our nation is based on these morals. And if we lose sight of that, if we forget it, or if we neglect to apply it, even if it's even if we're we're acting in good faith, even if we're trying to be um, give the benefit of the doubt to ideas like tolerance and libertarianism, it doesn't matter what our intentions are. It will be to the destruction of our society. So, all of that being said, it is time for conservatives and Republicans to ban pornography. And if this video from Sound Investigations does not convince you, then just wait, because this video is just the beginning. Sound Investigations, by the way, is a great brand new organization. You can go to their website. I have it linked on my X account, x.com slash Liz underscore Wheeler. Donate, support them, retweet this, share this. We need more undercover journalism to expose the corruption and the truth in the private sector, in government, and everywhere in between. So Senator Mitt Romney has announced that he will not run for re-election in 2024. I admit this came as a little bit of a surprise to me, given the fact that elected positions in our federal government, especially Congress, the Senate, and the White House, seem to uh, attract a geriatric crowd. I believe Mitt Romney's 76, so he, he doesn't necessarily look like he's 76, I don't think, the way that Nancy Pelosi definitely looks like she's 80. Nonetheless, Mitt Romney is just as old as they are just about. And he says he will not run for re-election. This is the video he released. Rebecca, we can start this about 52 seconds. We don't need to listen to his litany of uh, what he considers to be his accomplishments. Five years in public service perfect. of one kind or another. At the end of another term, I'd be in my mid 80s. Frankly, it's time for a new generation of leaders. They're the ones that need to make the decisions that will shape the world they will be living in. Now, we face critical challenges, mounting national debt, climate change, and the ambitious authoritarians of Russia and China. Neither President Biden nor former President Trump are leading their party to confront those issues. On deficits and debt, both men refuse to address entitlements, even though they know that this represents two-thirds of federal spending. Donald Trump calls global warming a hoax, and President Biden offers feel-good solutions that make no difference to the global climate. On China, President Biden underinvests in the military, and President Trump underinvests in our alliances. Political motivations too often impede the solutions that these challenges demand. The next generation of leaders must take America to the next stage of global leadership. Okay, okay, that's good. So his, his answer about why he's not running for re-election is he basically said that he's too old. He would be in his mid-80s by the time his next term ended because the Senate term is six years. It is a long, it is a long term. And that it's time for a next generation of leaders. The ironic part is this is not actually why it's a good thing that Mitt Romney is not running for re-election. I'm glad he's not. He's a terrible senator. It's, it's, it, I, I think Mitt Romney sometimes triggers me more than other politicians that I don't like because I voted for him when he ran for president. I voted for him in two different times and in the primary one year. And it's weird to think that someone that you supported, I campaigned for Mitt Romney, for goodness sake. I think a lot of us did. 
Um, it's weird to think that someone that we voted for, someone that we wanted to be the Republican president because he seemed like the best option at the time, maybe it was the lesser of all the evils, but nonetheless, it's weird to think that someone that we at one point wanted to be president because we thought he would be a decent fighter for our cause turned against us. So it's, it's not a good thing that Mitt Romney's not running for re-election because he's so old. That's the least of all the problems. The reason it's a good thing that Mitt Romney's not running for re-election is because he's essentially a traitor to the Republican Party and the conservative movement. He voted to impeach Trump over Ukraine? Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? He brags about working with the Biden administration, but it's it's all of those things. We knew he was a squish. squish. Even when we, we voted for him, um, in 2012, for example, we knew that he had had Romney care in Massachusetts, which was essentially government-run health care. We knew that he was kind of pro-life, but not really pro-life. Like, we knew he was a squish, but we didn't know that he was an all-out traitor. And his defining legacy to me will always be the fact that he voted to convict President Trump, not just vote to impeach him, but in the Senate, voted to convict him on false deep state allegations. So the door cannot hit Mitt Romney quick enough as he leaves the United States Senate. Meanwhile, over in the House, there is somewhat of a controversy because Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, there's a, the question is, is she married or is she not married? And you might be saying, well, why on earth does this matter? But it does matter to the House, ethic, according to the House Ethics Committee. This is from the Daily Wire. They say, Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's office says, that she has never been married, but according to a new report from the Washington Free Beacon, she has identified her fiance as her spouse on several forms filed with the House Ethics Committee. The report, written by investigative journalist Andrew Kerr, detailed forms pertaining to the Congresswoman's official travel in 2022 and 2023 that were submitted to the committee in which Riley Roberts, that's AOC's fiance, was listed as her spouse. Also submitted were the New York Congresswoman's financial disclosure statements, but on which Roberts was also referred to as her spouse, but his finances were not disclosed. So this is what the journalist who broke the story said. Her office says no, but she's identified Riley Roberts as her spouse in four filings with the House Ethics Committee so far in 2023. The committee has a strict definition of spouse. It is, quote, someone to whom you are legally married. Andrew Kerr goes on to say, if AOC is indeed married, her spouse's finances are now subject to public disclosure but she did not disclose any of Roberts's reportable stock holdings, assets, or income on her latest financial disclosure, although she did make two references to her spouse in the filings. Well, 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 look what we have here. And AOC's office dismisses this question saying, it's a, there's a long history and legacy of referring to a longtime partner as a spouse. No, 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 there's not. There is a very strict definition in the House Ethics Committee on what constitutes a spouse, and AOC knows this. The reason she did this was to reap perks for her boyfriend without having to disclose his finances had he actually been her spouse. AOC is just as corrupt as you could possibly imagine. All right, so we have time for one random thing from the internet. What have we here today? This is, oh, people who cancel plans at the last minute. Let's take a look. This is an Instagram reel about canceling plans at the last minute. I have opinions on this. Let's take a look at it first. I just need to really listen to my inner instinct. And um, my inner instinct says, don't go right now. So I'm not going out. Okay, I feel like this is, 
Canceling plans at the last second, people feel very strongly about, and it's not, it's not evenly distributed on a spectrum. You either don't mind when people do this because you give them the benefit of the doubt, or you hate it so much that those people are never your friends. I gotta say, I'm pretty lenient with people on this. I might get annoyed if you cancel on me at the last minute, but the people that I hang out with, if they cancel on me at the last minute, I kind of know that they have a valid reason for this. Let me know what you think. Go to lizwheeler.com slash locals. Drop your comments. Thank you guys for watching today. Thank you for listening. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.